Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, October 4th. 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 9th of Tishrei 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. This podcast is sponsored by Mayor Panim, which is an Israeli food bank doing excellent work here in Israel. We interviewed their head of global development last week about how they are trying to eradicate poverty and food insecurity here in Israel. You can hear the full interview on our Facebook page or a clip of it in last Thursday's podcast. The link to donate to their holiday campaign, which is underway, is in the show notes. If you had it in mind to donate to a charity this holiday season, do not forget to do it for Mayor Panim and use our link, the Israel Daily News link. It's in our show notes. Another note from me, I will be off tomorrow for Yom Kippur, so that is Wednesday, but I'll be back with our daily updates on Thursday. Now, let's get to the news. Tonight, Israel will shut down for Yom Kippur, a day for repentance, arguably one of the holiest days in the Jewish calendar. That's right, supermarkets are going to be closed, stores are going to be closed. Here in Tel Aviv, you're going to see a lot of people biking I am not exactly sure what the origin of this tradition is, but the idea is since you're not driving, you're not using electricity on the holiday, a lot of families are out with their kids on bicycles, and the entire Tel Aviv city center is full of that. It's really cool to see. It's a common practice during these holidays for the Israel Defense Forces to impose a closure on the West Bank and Gaza, and that is, of course, going to happen again this year. The idea is to keep anyone from crossing the border into Israel and harming Israelis while their defenses are low as they're typically engulfed in prayer or home with family. Security officials report they have more than 80 warnings and intelligence tips about potential terror attacks that are meant to happen on this day. Yes, the number is higher than last year when two Palestinian security prisoners got loose and were hiding in Israel during the holiday. Do you remember that? We reported on it. That was wild. Channel 13 says 26 military battalions are getting back up to secure the country during Yom Kippur and thousands of soldiers will be at the borders protecting civilians inside. On Yom Kippur, Jews do not eat or drink for 25 hours. The idea is to have a spiritual cleanse and repent for any wrongdoings from throughout the year, as well as to have some time for reflection. While many see this holiday as being sad, it does not have to be. Some actually consider it a joyous one, despite there's no food. I am going to be running programs for the international community here in Tel Aviv starting tonight and going on until tomorrow night when we hear that final blast of the ram's horn at sundown. It's also called a shofar in Hebrew. The sound of the shofar is supposed to wake us up spiritually and call our attention to the new year ahead. But in ancient Judea, right here in Israel, warriors used it to alert communities about invasions. 
Well, in honor of this holiday, I will not be producing a show tomorrow on Wednesday. We will be back on Thursday with the news and a political special. The Environmental Protection Ministry is planning to encourage Israelis to start separating trash and recycle. The ministry currently does not mandate the local authorities to forcibly implement programs to collect waste separately, which is common in Europe. After years of failed attempts, these new regulations have been drafted and issued for public comment prior to any implementation. Recycling is common in Israel. However, in most areas, organic waste, which makes up around 40% of all municipal trash in Israel, is not separated from other types of waste. We will keep you updated about how this program fares. Former member of Knesset Amichai Chikli has appealed the decision to disqualify him from running on the candidate list for the Likud party, taking it up to Israel's Supreme Court. Chikli was barred from being on the party list because of rulings by the Central Election Committee's head and High Court Justice Yitzhak Amit. These rulings stated that the former member of Knesset failed to leave his position in his former party, the Yamina Party, in a, quote, timely manner after vacating the party. You see, he left one party for another, and the idea is that you should not be able to leave one party for the promise of a better spot in another party, and this law is meant to fight corruption. In this scenario, it's pretty clear. Chikli leaves one party, gets a better role in another, and he'll also give his vote to his new party, which gives the new party more power with more seats. The Likud party has stood by their candidate's side, calling the disqualification unjust and unfair in a joint petition. Likud party leader and former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu also says if the Supreme Court rejects the position, and he does in fact become Prime Minister in the upcoming November 1st election, he will give Chikli a ministerial role using his veto power, quote-unquote veto power, as Prime Minister. Yesterday, so that was Monday, a big mob boss was killed in Israel. Benny Shlomo, the leader of the Shlomo crime family, was murdered. And the news for today is that the suspects, members of the Jerushi crime family, have been arrested. Four members were taken in by police last night in connection to the murder of the rival gang chief. One of the four members was arrested at Ben-Gurion Airport while the other three were driving a car near the central city of Gadara at the time of their arrest, all are being questioned about the murder. The story gets even more like a movie. Here's how it went down. Shlomo and his bodyguard, Vladislav Povolotsky, were at a gas station when they were shot at by some gunmen in the town of Azor, which is just outside of Tel Aviv. An off-duty cop saw the scene and started shooting at them. But the gunman rammed him on his bike, using their car. They didn't hurt him, but get this. They abandoned their car, carjacked a woman's car on the other side of the road, and used her vehicle to get away from the scene. Police believe that rival Shalom Domrani teamed up with the Arab-Israeli Jarushi family to make this hit happen. Domrani used to work as Shlomo's right-hand man, But then he left to make his own crime organization, and he took some of the men with him to his new spot. It's been war ever since. Shlomo has survived a number of assassination attempts and was at the gas station to conduct a business meeting, which officials think could have been a setup. 
If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you to all my loyal listeners and thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. And I want to thank everyone for taking an interest in hearing non-biased news. This new year, I want to say thank you to all of the listeners who are empowering me to do something that people told me could not be done. And I want to tell you what that is non-biased news. I am here to give you the facts. I'm giving you the stories and I want you to make your educated opinion about whatever it is around the facts, but that's not my job as a journalist. A lot of people told me my podcast would not survive unless I decided to lean to the left or lean to the right or take a hot opinion. And I said, I will not. That is not what I'm here to do. And everyone that is listening to me Thank you because of your support. I am continuing to do this show in the face of a time in media where you have to pick a side and you have to decide what your hot take is. And I say no. And everyone that's listening with me, thank you for your support and believing that we can do something different. I really appreciate you. We have one link in the show notes which you can click on and that'll take you to a page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Number two, you can share the show with a friend. And number three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News as well as my Instagram page at Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Famous Serbian tennis player Novak Djokovic defeated Marin Silic 6-3 and then again 6-4 Sunday in the Tel Aviv Watergen Open competition. The 35-year-old won both on the hard clay grounds in Rome as well as the grass courts in Wimbledon, and now he's won again in Tel Aviv, Israel. He graciously thanked the crowd and showed off some of his Hebrew with phrases like, Shalom, how are you? He said the word for yes. He said, Ken, Ken. He also said Israel showed a great deal of respect and passion for tennis. He said it was great to see a packed house in every single match and, quote, it was a fantastic week. I enjoyed every second. The crowd was amazing. One of the best we have had on the tour. Every day we had a full house. Such a joy to play. And I hope to see you next year. Congratulations to Djokovic and all the dedicated Israeli tennis fans. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 22 degrees Celsius and a high of 29 degrees. That's 71 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 85 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. 
Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram page, IsraelDaily.News, and Dan Matheson, our Israel Daily News podcast intern. Shana Tova, or Happy New Year. Happy Jewish New Year from my home to yours. I hope you have an easy and meaningful fast. Here's Hatikva by Ariella Zaitlin. This is Israel's national anthem. She's a world-known violinist, and she recorded this special for the Israel Daily News podcast on Independence Day this past year. So enjoy this one. Have a meaningful holiday and a great day. Be back on Thursday. Thank you.